Hi, and welcome to episode 52 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry, Plurk, and Instagram. Today is Sunday, November 17th, 2013. It's sort of the day the sun forgot to rise or something. It's so dark and dreary and gloomy, gray and rainy and foggy. It's like the sun just forgot to come up. So we're going to try to make our own sunshine. So let me jump in. I hope it's better wherever you are, but let me jump in and show you my, my very sunny project, which I am enjoying very, very much. This is the Denrudiga Tam. It is a bohus reproduction from uh, Sweden, from soulsilk.se, which these kits are no longer available. I am loving, loving knitting this. I love the colors, all these pinks and oranges, and it's coming out pretty much true to color, just like that. Um, it's, it's so much fun to knit, and I'm about at the widest point right now for a TAM, you you know, kind of increase to, to shape it. And then I'm going to be starting to do decreases and maybe a couple more of these little checkerboards. But I was going to show you the inside of my, my floats there. So it's, it's just a project that I love um, working on. And the, the yarn is Merino Angora, so it's really soft. I am using size one needles which are 2.25 millimeter and I move those you can see how many stitches are are on here this is a 24 inch circular and they're you know not there's like plenty of of, uh, of stitches on there. I think it's 300 some so it's almost when you're when you're doing the yoke of a sweater it has you know about this many stitches so that the the hats are a, a fun thing to do. You get the fun color work part, but you don't have the sort of all stockinette in the sweaters. So I wanted to show you, there's a, there's a very kind of active and, and supportive Ravelry group for the Bohus Knitters. And it's one of the groups, I don't actually go to Ravelry that much, but when I do go to the forums, I usually always check that one because it's a it's a really nice group of people with a sort of very you know they love doing these little little gauge things and they've done some marvelous things uh, but it's been very active lately because of the retirement of the dyer and somebody posted something where they were going to wind the yarn for their their next kit and said I don't know about you but I always hand wind my bohus kits and I thought. I do that too. So I wanted to show you. I usually, this is one, this is a color that I haven't used before, but I hand wind these, um, the, the colors on. And mine always come out, at the start, they come out kind of egg-shaped. This will be, so it's a, a center pull ball. So here's where my center pull is. I'm not sure what that is, but anyway. Um, and then after you've used them a little bit, it kind of softens up and gets to be a little, little rounder. And how you can you can wind these kind of just on your thumb or on. People use kind of an aspirin bottle or something, or you can use one of these, which is a, a Nasta pin. 
and it's got, I think this one is Cocobolo. And I just thought I would show you really quickly. I started, this is this is some yarn I've pulled out from another, <laughs> another project, but you just kind of wind it, see if I can see it, and kind of go down and around. And so I'm just kind of sliding down that. And you're winding a center pull ball by hand instead of using it on the ball winder. Especially, I do this sometimes when it's a yarn, a really special yarn. These are, are you know, small amounts, like this is another color I haven't used yet. So, I mean, that's a very small amount to do. This was a whole skein, so I did that one. And it's just kind of rhythmic. You get into, I don't mind winding yarn. I don't, um, if I go to a yarn shop and they, you know, it's a, a yarn, I buy a yarn that's in a hank. I always bring it home and wind it myself. But for special yarns like this, they're so soft and you kind of, it's just the whole preparation thing is so. Anyway, she, um, somebody, you know, mentioned that on the forum and I thought, yeah, that's what I always do too. So that is project number one. And I, I try to work on that, just kind of a few rows every day. Um, I'm just trying to make it last. I have other kits, so it's not like it's the very, very last kit that I have. But it's I, I just love the colors. And so then another thing that I, a new thing that I said, that was the uh, Nostapin falling off the desk. But I started a new hat. And this is going to be a charity hat. And it's just kind of a three by two rib. It's a Tweety yarn. It's a superwash yarn. I'm not this sure of the name of it. This was leftovers from a little scarf that I made last winter for a gift. And I had some leftover. And this was um, some that was pulled out from from that project. So I had a little bit that was unused that was left over and then I uh, um, pulled this out of something else. So I'm not sure of the name of it. It's very soft and it's sort of a, a single, but it's got these little Tweety bits, these little like Tweety bits in it. So it's just a ribbed hat. I don't know exactly what I'll do on the top, but you know, Okay, what else? Oh, I I showed this a, a, a few weeks ago, this yarn. It's a um, Madeline Tosh Merino Light in the Fathom color. And it's a deep kind of blue. That's pretty close to the color. Maybe it's a little bit lighter than that. But it's a very very rich um, kind of blue. It has a little bit of black in it. But I am knitting a shawl out of it. And so I've got this far. I'm just going to show it to you like this. It's it's a shawl that I'm designing. You can sort of see it's going to be kind of the one of the ones that is sort of plain on top and then it has kind of lacy on the bottom. And that's, I've gotten through the top part and I'm just getting going on the lacy part. I worked on it all day yesterday and kind of drew up the charts and hopefully it will all work out. 
So I've been working on this quite a bit. The um, Another project that I am... I worked on I took out and worked on it a little bit and this is the my what was my teal timber project I think I worked maybe this much this is all I got done during teal timber I think I had more done and then I ripped it and then I put this back but I worked a little bit more on this so I'm not showing you that one either I know but then I do have another sock that I worked on and this is my little prints uh, the lamp lighter sock I just put my afterthought heel in so I have one done and one is just kind of barely past the toe and so that is all of my on the needles off the needles I have two things off the needles one is the other charity hat that I was showed last week that I was working on and one of these is going to go to the sock bunny uh, podcast and the other one is going to go to the sassy pants knitter podcast they're both collecting hats during this month so this was the one that I was working on last week it is made out of Madeline Tosh Merino DK in the oh what was the color I can't remember the colorway, but I just did sort of this a couple inches of ribbing and then this waffle pattern and then just kind of decreased, tried to keep it in pattern and just kind of made it up and it's, you know, it's got, it's you know, based on a rib. So it's very, very stretchy. I figure it'll be, you know, big enough for whoever needs it. And so I have this one done. That one's about halfway done. So hopefully they'll both get on their way this week. And then I finished the shawl. I finished it, but it didn't block. <laughs> because as much as I, you know, complain, this is the shawl that I re-knit. It is the Herna Hergerber, and I'm using, or I used Freya hand paint, lace yarn. And so I finished it Monday or maybe early on Tuesday. I think on Monday, actually. And it has sat there unblocked the rest of the week. I just, it was one thing I, I was kind of not liking having to re-knit it. It was my own fault. I lost the shawl. It's nobody to blame but me. But it's one of those that's kind of a pain to block because it has the kind of crochet cast off. So you have to kind of pull all those little loops out and pin them and make it look pretty so hopefully and it's been kind of an icky rainy week anyway so I figured it wouldn't dry good anyway so but I will try to get to that but while I'm talking about it I thought to celebrate me finishing re-knitting this thing in I think September I got a package from a viewer with some prizes to uh, use, or some yarn and, and things to use as prizes for the podcast. And one of them was the very same colorway in this, the very same yarn. This is the Freya um, hand paint yarn. It is 645 yards. So there's a, a 
you know, decent amount of, of yardage. And this is called, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> this is the color called Atlantis. I think it is actually the same dye lot as, as the shawl that I made. And it's 75% wool, 25% nylon. So I thought this might be a good time to do a giveaway that if you would like to buy or to win a skein of yarn, you could knit, well, if you have, this came out of a book, but there's lots of really pretty patterns that you could uh, use uh, for it. But I thought I would do a, put a giveaway, put a, a thread up in the Ravelry group. And I don't know what it'll be. I'll think of some question for you to answer. And then I'll leave it up for a couple weeks. Maybe, maybe like two weeks. And that'll be the weekend after Thanksgiving. That might be a good time. So... Uh, if you would like to win this yarn, head on over to the Ravelry group, which is Friends of Heartland Knits, and reply, respond to that thread. You will have to be a member of the group in order to win, and there's like just one, one, re or one response reply per person, so one entry per person. But this, the if you remember the first shawl that I knit I complained about the yarn it was like felt dead and all of this stuff this one was completely different so I think this one will be nice to knit and it's you know you can see how the colors will turn out on a like a triangle shawl I think it would be really pretty really cool to do one of these sort of gradient colors on a um a stole so that it would start in this colorway so it would start with the green and then progress and the other end would be the blue I think that would be really cool too so anyway if you want to win there'll be a, a thread up for you to enter maybe and I'll maybe I'll show you my shawl to that of this shawl that I'm wearing I'm not sure if I've worn this on the podcast before or not but this is um, this is probably my favorite shawl that I ever knit. Um, it was one of my favorite yarns that I ever spun too. But this shawl, let's see if you can, is the Norwegian Woods pattern by Sivia Harding. I'm gonna try to bring it up close so that you can see all the different patterns. It's kind of a sampler stole and I extended mine out a little bit so it's quite large and then on the edge it has these sort of coppery um, beads but this yarn was spindle spun it's a two-ply yarn it it was probably my favorite yarn that I've ever spun I spindled it on my um, little golden tsunami it's so it's like a two inch um, whirl and I started it in the airport on the way home from my first Maryland sheep and wool I had gotten this uh, fiber from persimmon tree and it is it's alpaca and there's a little mohair and there's some silk and it was kind of a cloud preparation so you could just kind of grab a handful and I was kind of a newish sort of spindler 
And I bought the spindle at Maryland too. And, and so I just was, I had to sit and wait in the airport for a long time. And I, I, um, you know, started spindling on and then I spindled it kind of that whole summer was my sort of take around project. Instead of socks, I took the little spindle and a handful of fiber. And then the yarn just sort of sat for maybe, maybe a year, maybe two. And Sivia came out with this pattern and I knew it was the perfect, perfect, perfect marriage. I think I used size four needles, which are 3.5 millimeter and it was just a really fun pattern to knit even if you don't make it this big you can make it I think I you know kind of doubled some of the um, the pattern repeats so you don't have to make it this big but it was a really fun pattern to knit I mean all the all the stitch patterns had a nice rhythm to them and and it it just it's one of the of this kind of a, a shawl, all the patterns seem to flow really nicely together, and I love the the sort of scallopy. This was, was another one that was a pain to block. A lot of people on Ravelry just kind of block it out to points, but she has you shape the scallop so nicely that it just seems a shame if that you don't, you know, do the extra, you know, go the extra mile and shape the scallop while you're blocking it. But anyway, that is what I'm wearing this week. So for imagining, there is a project that kind of always, I, I forget about until it gets to be this time of the year. And I've wanted to make them for, I think, at least, I know last year I wanted to make a pair, but I never got around to it. But it is using, I want to make a pair of gloves that use this, um, conductive thread and this is what it looks like it's just kind of a it's you know really thin you'd carry it along with your yarn and what this does is for your like the fingers of gloves so that you can use your iPhone or you can use you know whatever that you need like touch screen and this I got from nelkindesigns.com it says seems like I bought this from an Etsy store though so I'm not sure if you know there's you know someplace else somebody told me that the sort of metallic thread that Habu sells on the cones um, they said that that works too I don't know but I've wanted I know all last year I wanted to to um, do a pair of gloves to put those on or I'm gonna to have to like chop off the fingers of a pair that I have <laughs> and you put a new put a new index finger on there or something just so that and why I really I don't it's not really to use my phone as much as when I go to the grocery store I always use the self-checkout and then I always get to have to put something in and I in the winter time I just tend to keep my gloves or my mittens on all the time when I'm out just because I don't know I think they'll protect me from germs it's probably not true but um, so I hate like touching the screen um, during kind of you know when people are sick and have the flu and stuff so I thought that would be a way I could keep my gloves on all the while and I wouldn't have to 
take off my gloves. So that is, I'm thinking of, of, you know, doing a pair of gloves. If I get going fast enough, I finish up the hat, then I have extra yarn. I could knit gloves um, or with, with that, or just, I think you could probably even do it like on a mitten, because I wear mittens a lot. Okay, in show and tell, I have a couple things. <clears throat> One is something that I got this week that it's not been started yet, but and it's probably going to be a while before it gets started, but I thought I would show it. Um, and this was a friend of mine is starting to do, she wants to do a project with um, rug hooking. And so we went to a shop in a nearby town that kind of sells those supplies and there was there just happened to be a lady in there um, demoing this and it seemed to go really fast and it's a, like a small size little project so that I thought you know if I could it just like was something I've never done before and I thought it looked kind of fun and what it is is punch needle embroidery and this is the little picture that I got it's got this little cardinal and what it is, is I didn't, so I didn't even buy the, the little needle she was um, showing. It's like a little small little thing. And this is, this will be the back. You just, it's like a little punch needle and it's threaded with um, pearl cotton or embroidery floss or something like that. And you kind of, you know, go around and fill in this, you know, design. And then it's kind of punches through. On this side, it just looks kind of like the um, if you kind of ran a sewing machine, you know, around. It just looks like the thread. And then on the other side, it's very kind of raised, raised in texture. I don't know if it's gonna like show up. Anyway, I didn't buy the little the little needle or any of the threads or anything because I thought another friend of mine is was um, interested in doing um, learning how to do this and so I thought well that would be fun she's the friend who does the wool applique and so maybe um, sometime maybe in January it'd be like a fun but I thought this was like a, a little project and this lady was just selling her, her patterns in the store that day. So I bought just the, the pattern. So when I get the little punch thing and kind of, you know, figure out how to do it, it looked, it looked pretty simple, but you know, so, and the other thing is I went to the yarn shop. Yeah. I went because I thought, you know, I, talked about getting um, another skein of the Opal Little Prince yarn and they didn't have any. But they had some Madeline Dodge. Yeah! And I bought so pretty. It's so pretty. But I hope it shows. Oh yeah. And this is the Merino Light which is one of my favorites, and the colorway is called Coquette. It is such a pretty, pretty magenta. There's some lights and darks in there. 
and it's just, it's so, 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 so pretty. I bought enough for a sweater. So, <laughs> so in kind of my imagination, and this is sort of, I'm like starting to think about what would I, what sweater do I want to knit? One of, I, I, one of the skeins is, is quite a bit darker. You know how sometimes Tosh is, it's quite a bit, it's less, um, has less of the light in it's got the same dark but it's got less of the light in it so that is going to have to like kind of play into what I want to um, kind of what sweater I want to make with it so that maybe I can hide it the, you know the darker in some area or something so but I usually my little sweaters I usually use like two and maybe two and a half um, skeins so I think it's, it was, they, these were the only three of this color that they had, and so I knew it had to come home with me. <laughs> it's so pretty. But um, I think that is all that I have for today. Uh, the mitten, I still haven't heard from a couple people who, uh, sent mittens and, and won prizes in the 50 mitten challenge so if you sent me mittens and you haven't watched episode 50 go back and watch it I apologize I didn't realize when I recorded last week I thought like people just you know didn't have time to watch or, or whatever and then a friend I talked was Skyping with a friend later on and she said, I don't know, it didn't come up for me. I didn't get the option. I, you know, couldn't watch it. So then I went back and, and I tried to pull it up on my iTunes because I don't usually check on iTunes to see if my um, episode is up. <coughs> and it wasn't coming up for me either. So then the next, when I uploaded last week's episode, episode 51, that one went through to iTunes right away. So then I went back and re-uploaded episode 50, and then that one went through. So you might have, if you if you missed that episode, that's the one where I show all the the uh, mittens and I drew for the prizes, uh, the prize winners for uh, that contest. So go on back and check if if you sent mittens, you might have won. So, and I will be um, working on getting the, the other prizes out in the mail, and yeah, so I hope you all have a good week. I hope the sun shines wherever you are, and until I see you next week, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.